Hello from Breaking Free. Yeah, my name is MA and um, I'm so glad to be reaching out to you right here. Um, I welcome you to another episode of Breaking Free and I hope that you have been blessed by the previous episodes. Yeah, so this series, um, the testimonies of the brethren is going to continue throughout September. And also please feel free to reach us with your questions, with your contributions, with your comments and the rest. You can always use the audio message tool, write an anchor for that. And also don't just listen to the episodes alone. Please do share with friends, family, you know, whoever it is that you feel that would be blessed by this. And we're very sure that this is going to be you also putting yourself out there to reach out to people and to bless lives. Great. So do enjoy today's episode of Breaking Free. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another beautiful episode of Breaking Free. Um, it's been an exciting journey as September comes to a wrap. So as uh, the testimony of the brethren, but this doesn't stop stop us from testifying about the goodness of God over our life. Because really and truly, um, one month it's not even enough to to talk about or to share God's testimonies or to talk about the goodness of God over our life. Um, so today, we are going to continue with the testimony of the brethren, right? And for today's episode, I'm Counselor T, will be the one driving. Uh, before we proceed, I just want to mention uh, my very dependable capable co-host um, that will be hosting today's episode with me. I've already let the I've already let the card out of the bag for for Mr. Tolu. So hi Mr. Tolu, how are you doing? Good evening everyone. Good evening Mr. V. Good evening Emmy. Good evening listeners. Hope you all had a good day. We did I did I did have a good day. Um like Mr. Tolu mentioned when he was greeting everybody we have the one and only first lady of uh, the podcast team. Emmy, how are you doing? Very well, thank you, Vic. Uh, good evening, yeah. everyone. Good evening, T. Um, yeah, of course, I'm so glad and excited about this episode, and I'm sure that the Lord has something great for us today. And it's my prayer that at um, the end of this episode, that would all leave here very blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So it, it just it just crossed my mind that maybe we might be needing one more <laughs> female co-host aside you. <laughs> it's just a thought. So maybe you can start looking out for uh, um, a counterpart for you, someone that will join you. You know, if you as if I just, guys, 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 me, Tony, Shago, and you're like the only one. Hope you don't feel left out, Sha. <laughs> Obviously not. I don't. That's <laughs> nice to know. That's nice to know. Uh, so like I mentioned earlier, right, today's episode, um, 
and Cancer Medicine will be the person starting today's episode. So, but before we proceed, um, MAD, can you just do us the honors of just um, welcoming the Holy Spirit now? Let's just saying a, f- a few prayers are committing to this podcast into God's hands. Holy Spirit of God, we invite me to today's podcast. We thank you for what you've been doing in our past episodes, speaking with us. Thank you for how you've been speaking through us to our listeners out there. Thank you for the many testimonies for reaching out to the minds of people. Thank you, God, for the great things that you're doing that we don't even know about. We ask for the Spirit of God that even in the you do much greater things than you're doing in the past. In the name of Let's pray that our words will not be the amount that you speak through us. And once again, that you will do good and mighty things in our midst in the name of Jesus. I don't know if it's all God. And let the blessings be ours, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Amy. And Pastor Lutzi, you have the floor. Okay. Uh, thank you very much. Um, yeah, so um, um, as a counselor, I've uh, been so many experiences. So many instances I can say that um, it's just um, it's a testimony because really, you know, I've I've encountered scenarios where people come to me and expect miracles. Let me put it that way, because when I hear complaints, I'm like, oh, but I'm only a counselor, you know. And then I've 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 seen so many scenarios where. I've had to direct people to the Bible. You know, hey, read this verse, pray these prayers. And some of them were just looking at me like, I said, look, I'm only a vessel. You know, why come to the vessel when you can go to the person who created the vessel? Okay, uh, I will just, I, I, want to go, I want to go through a, a story of a client of mine, which I think is a very good testimony. And I think this will serve as not just a warning but a true reflection of what god is and what god is capable of doing kind of testimony you can get now i once had this couple who came to me and said um they, they were unable to have a kid you know? uh, they had this issue with you know, getting pregnant they, they went to doctors got tested on several occasions they felt like they were they got that they were both fine and healthy so the question is what's happening and then by the time they went to see another doctor, the other was like, oh, maybe it's, maybe it's your mental psyche. Maybe you are not there. Maybe because you are not uh, mentally excited about this, uh, this whole process. Maybe you are, it's, it's, it's allowing your hormones to slow down. And when they gave me all this information, I was like, what, what did they mean? I don't understand. Why is hormones slowing down? This is simply science. Hormones don't slow down because of the words, what, what you are thinking. I don't understand the whole idea. And then the wife was getting pretty frustrated, you know. She was even going as far as saying that she doesn't mind surrogacy, you know. She doesn't mind somebody carrying, you know, the baby for her through her husband. Because it was getting to a point where the frustration was getting out from the family. You know, we know the kind of country we live in, where family members, mothers interfere. And then they start calling the wife names, you know. And, and I feel like this is actually very, very bad for women because you don't often see people complain about men. And I would think that we need to actually start encouraging this because when couples get married and they don't have a kid, 
you know, the blame goes to the woman, which is very, very unfair. Talk about the woman's capacity to get pregnant, where we are not talking about how fertile the cells of the man are. So we need to understand. And so it got to a point where it was getting the spirit. And then the lady would come and tell me, and one of her friends gave birth. You know, she was particularly admiring about this one, one friend of ours that was so good. You know, the first year of the marriage, she had a, she had a kid. Third year, she had a kid. Fifth year, she had another kid. That's three kids. And then she was always saying, though, how, how can I do this? They got tested. Everything seemed very fine. But then nothing was happening. And I told them simply, I said, look, I can only tell you what to do. But then I can't influence what's going to happen. And I think you need to take a deeper insight to this. You need to pray and understand the fact that God gives. It's only God that gives kids. So you cannot do anything about these things. Now, another thing that I noticed about their family then was that they were really struggling to, to, to make ends meet. We were a very young couple. You know, the husband was doing all he can, but they were, I wouldn't even say they're average. I, I, let's just put it as poor. You know, and, and I remember saying this to them that, look, I think God is setting you up for a bigger purpose. I think God is understanding the situation with, with you and your husband. Now, five years down the line, the husband called me and said, um, the wife is feeling unwell, they went to the hospital, nothing was happening. He said, uh, the wife had fibroid because she was actually um, having protective tummy, you know? And that's, these are symptoms of either pregnancy or fibroid. And then she came around again and then I remember telling her to go see a friend of mine who's a medical doctor and a pastor. And then he prayed for, we went there together, they prayed for them. And the guy said, and I quote, that the Lord is working a miracle in a very, very funny way. And yeah. he said they won't, they won't tell them more than that. Seven months later, I got a call around 2 a.m. in the night that this lady gave birth to three triplets. And I had to, I remember it was around 3 a.m. and I had to beg the gate man of my estate to open the lid. I had to leave the house because it was so good in news, I could not even stay till the morning. Mm. So when I went there, I go to the house and amazingly, she got, she got, she gave birth right there in her sitting room with no help whatsoever. And then the first night she was asked the husband, how did you do it? Have you gone through this process before? He said, no, say, the only thing you remember telling her was push, push, and she kept pushing. And if she pushed, one came out. She said, that someone, another one was coming out. She was like, ah. And then she said, he said, push. You know, she gave birth as if she was laying eggs, according to her husband. And, you know, to, to make it even better, the man got to the office the next day to go and take permission that, oh, sorry. I want to leave for six weeks because my wife just gave birth last night, you know, suddenly. And and this uh, managing director called him and said, uh, you've been working here for over seven years now. We noticed you're, you've been consistent, you know, even though the company has not improved your salary and everything. Uh, we are opening a new branch very close to your area. The company works also is on the island. And then they want to, and leaves at the Keja. It's around the Keja. Um, Towing Street, particularly. And then they said that they want to open a branch around the baby. So they felt like, who is capable? Who is, who is consistent? And they gave that role to him. Now, it went from a mere salesperson to 
the branch manager of a very very I don't want to mention the name of the organization for a very very huge organization. Now his salary went from seventy five thousand to about four hundred thousand in a matter of twenty four hours. Wow. <laughs> when when he got that job, it was completed with a car and a personal driver, which means that he doesn't even need to stress himself anymore. Now the company is the one that will pay. No, I, so now it, when I when you see things like this, it looks like a movie. I have seen it. I saw it. This is somebody I still talk to also today, and he will always tell me that look, all they did was go to do stuff to my friend. They prayed and he has never. And this is somebody who is not even a solid believer. He doesn't really believe in God so much and everything. But I can tell you now that this guy is fire. Hmm. He, said, look, he doesn't think this is a possible scenario. Hmm. You know, the wife went from being barren for almost six years. To delivering triplets and, and another thing he said to me that was very funny was that he always wanted two boys and a lady and i said why now he said because he always liked the idea of having two guys and the lady because they did not trust them and he would like the lady to be the first and amazingly the lady came out first <laughs> so so you see as in there is nothing like it see in life nothing comes perfectly but the miracles are perfect because really, it comes out of nowhere, and then you are left to wonder how did it happen? How did I come across these things? And you know, I've always used that particular um, scenario to pray for people around me, to 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 encourage guys around me that look, your own blessing. Eh? You see, I watched a video recently that says that that, that taught me that you, the race, your race is very different from your colleague. You know, or looking at somebody that is faster than you, and you think because oh. Person is faster means that person is getting it well and everything. I, I was talking with somebody today actually about about our business. She was telling me that she feels that her business has not really grown. She see other people doing the same business, and I, and I asked her, "Do you know how many years these guys have been doing this thing? Do you know what they've been, what they are doing? You know?" And I think, look, yours look like slow progress to you, but to me, it's progress regardless. And I think you need to update the value that you're not where you used to be. And I asked the person, and I said, look, I knew your business last year. I know your business this year. I can guarantee you that you've made huge progress. And I said that oftentimes you don't understand the fact that God is working wonders in his ways. I can see. And I told I told the family, I said, if you probably had, had these kids at the time where you were desperate to have them, then you now struggle for resources to take care of them. Abby? And then you have to start calling people. And I say God works in mysterious ways. It does things that you don't even understand. See, I've, I've been, I've been, I've been doing counselorship for about four or five years now. And I can tell you for a fact that I've seen things happen that is beyond human comprehension. And then you wonder, how did this even happen? I've seen somebody that we confirmed as barren, like barren. She's she, ovaries are done, her cells are done, her eggs are not non-existent. I gave birth to twins, and then you ask yourself, what is happening here? It has to be a miracle. Because really, you 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 see a man who has been confirmed impotent for life. His only option of having a baby with his wife is that he allows some some somehow somebody else um get, get, get his wife pregnant or he adopts. And then this same person has a kid who has 97% of his DNA confirmed. So you see, one thing we only need to understand is that 
testimonies comes in very various ways it comes in diverse ways but when it comes it just shoots you off you i always i always ask myself that why did i even get involved in this in, in medicine in, in counselorship in you know psychology and the life and because what's what psychology what it tells us what counselorship tells us is the mind as is a tool the mind does this and that does that you know when you when you uh you, when you think about something that happens, when you try to put your mind in a particular place, then you know it goes like that. When you, your mental side is your ability to do things according to the way you are thinking about it. But the funniest part is, there is a particular person who created that mind. So if he wants you to work in something with there's nothing you can do about it. And at the end of the day, I've always said to my people that look, it doesn't matter how good this person is. It doesn't matter how brilliant the person is. Dr. Ben Carson, one of the biggest surgeons in the whole world now, he's a believer. And I read one of his books and he said that, look, that whenever he wants to go to the, to the theater, he always prays. And you say, God, I'm a, I'm a surgeon, one of the best in the whole world. But I have a father who is the greatest physician. So it, I do according to his will. So, there is nothing I'm doing in that particular surgical room that is not giving me instructions about. So this I want to I want, I want this to serve as a big, big um, inspiration to all of us. That look, the fact that it's not happening now does not mean it won't happen later. Maybe God is preparing you for a bigger miracle. I have quite a number of testimonies like this. In fact, you know, the moment I'm saying all these things, the fact I'm saying all these things is making others come to my head right now. But I've seen so many, and, 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 I, and I say it, and I say it as a fact. I'm not, this is not fiction. This is, these are things that I've seen happen in real life. Because you ask yourself, how can you go from being barren for almost six years to having triplets, then having resources that it is needed to take care of his baby within 24 hours, getting a promotion that you don't even deserve? Because this guy was more or less like, the janitor in their office, the office assistant, you know, they send him around because he doesn't have a good degree and the MD singled him out because of consistency. I have not been consistent all these years. I have not been promoting people when he was there. Why is it that it was around the time that he got that blessing? Like, God felt like, okay, you need resources to take care of these things. So I just want us to understand the fact that, look, it may not be happening now. It doesn't mean it won't happen later. You know, mm. every disappointment is a blessing, and every wrong turn is simply another way not to get it done. Because God, 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 God has plans for all His children, and believe me, yours may not come yet. But then, please, don't be in a hurry to change. Be consistent. Trust who you are serving, and you will be surprised at how well it can get to you. So. Um, let me, I don't know if you have uh, a similar experience, maybe something that, you know, wow, do you something that you'd like to uh, share with us? Mm. <laughs> okay, I, I think that's like, because it is not coming now, doesn't mean that um, God is not. When God decides to, you know, when you're praying to God, you're telling Him that, oh, Father, this, that, that, and all that, you're persistent. And it's like God is not answering. It's the way God eventually does the thing. It comes with a, with a kind of touch. It comes with a kind of satisfaction that you cannot even you can't even explain it. 
you know, it's like the moment he does that, it's like it takes it, it so well and wipes away your tears, <laughs> and you would just forget about those years, those times that you've been waiting and saying, Ah, God, when God, when God, when the way things like he's so he's so oh, he's so amazing, he's on unfathomable. You can't even you can't fathom fathom God. It's always best when you just just keep going. Just keep even when um, things are not happening the way you think they should, then it seems as if you don't even know what is going to happen. You don't even know what tomorrow holds. Just keep going because you are, you believe that you have a father that knows all. You have a father that that has you in the palm of his hands. Just believe that you have someone who is able to to hold you and uphold you, and that long that you know that you have that. Thank you, thank you so much, Amy. Uh, I think the word is just the perfect help, help that comes at the perfect time. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. yeah, because exactly. really, you know, the fact that the fact that you can eat when you when you feel the desire to eat, the testimony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The fact that you can sleep when it's time to sleep is a testimony. The fact that you can wake up when you feel you need to stand up the testimony. If I, like I think I said uh, a couple of weeks ago, the fact that you can go to the toilet and wee-wee, and even pull at will when you mm. feel like the testimony. The fact that you can stand up yes. and stretch your leg and walk. You know, science says that when you wake up, you should sit down for about 30 seconds before you stand up. But you know the funniest thing? Mm. I look at myself and ask myself that when I wake up in the night, I don't wait one second. I just stand up. And nothing happens to me. That the testimony. Mm. You know, recently I had a mini trip. I went through a route that I had. No, no, I didn't do that because I wanted to test God. I went through a route that was considered dangerous. And I came back. Nothing happened. I even slept all through. You know, that is a testimony. You know, I, I prayed to mm. God about it. I did something very urgently. I, I did not have so much time. It came to from my usual source. That is the testimony. So, you know, God's uh, testimonies comes at the perfect time because, you see, you know, you, you can't, your own, your own timing is not God's timing. Now, God knows when exactly you will need that stuff. So, there are so many times that you're asking for money, and God knows that you're probably asking for money at the wrong time because if you get the money, you probably spend it on something that you don't even need. And then He gives you what you need exactly at the time when you are yearning for it. Uh, Mr. Victor, mm-hmm. I don't know if you have. Um, uh, a similar experience or something that you feel like uh, has gone, you know, maybe you, an experience where you got uh, a perfect help for us tonight. I thank you very much. So, I'll, I'll legit say that I would say that my life as a whole, right, it's a testimony of God's goodness and mercies, right? There have been several batches spiritually and physically that have that, that could have come through for me. I like to tell people that over my life, right, God God is proactive. It's just it's just it's just how do how do I put it now? It's just sweet and loving to know that over my life God is very, very proactive. Right. There, there are times that um, certain things are supposed to happen to me, right? And 
I dream about it. And not just the fact that I even dream about it, yeah. I also get the energy to even pray against against those things, right? So a lot of you might not know this, but sometimes I can be very, very lazy, right? And very not talented, right? When so I have faces where I can be very lazy and very not talented, and I just want to just stay in bed and just not do anything, right? But there are times where I um I get I get the leading to do certain things. And at that point, because I'm very tired, I'm just very lazy at that point. There's that temptation not to do um according to how this how the spirit has directed. But funny thing is, before you know it, I just find the energy or the strength or the quickening, right? And I just start praying. I know there, there was a time I, I had a, what's it called? I had a dream, right? And for some weird reasons, most of my dreams used to come through if I don't pray against them, right? And I woke up and I knew I was very, very, very tired that night. In my prayer, I said, oh, God, help me to pray. Oh, God, help me to pray. I got the energy to pray. And that day, I prayed fervently. On a normal day, like if it was without the help of God, of his ministry angels, without the help of God, I wouldn't have, you know, you know, most times we pray and we, and we sleep up during, <laughs> during, while praying. I don't know if it's just me that do it, but there's sometimes that you're praying and you just sleep up. If it was the normal day, that would have been the situation. I would have put, um, the required energy that was needed for that prayer. And my testimony to this is that God has just been very proactive over my life. Like there are times that, that, that the devil tries to lay an ambush for me or my family members. But God always comes through. Really, the testimony is countless. There's a time by um during the period that my, that my younger brother was going through his, his, his trauma, during the whole, going to, through the whole weed issue, going through rehab and everything, before we realized that this, his case was serious, because for like a long time, we were in denial. I don't know if... For like a long time, we are in denial that there was something wrong with my brother. And there was, a, there was a situation that happened that would have taken his life away. But God prevented that situation. That situation, that situation served as a kick for us to actually do the needful, for us to actually do the right thing in terms of um, taking him to rehab and everything. He so on this very normal, not or not so normal afternoon or morning slash afternoon, no midday, midday actually. He decided to go out to wander like he normally used to wander during that period, right? And he he went to a a shop where they sell 
raw food stuff like rice or cooked rice on cooked beans and we didn't know what happened we didn't know what happened that aggravated him and he picked the fight with the small girl that was selling right and to the to the point that he held the girl's neck So that day, he he was he he had his hand. He was strangling the girl, and we didn't know what led to the altercation. But he was literally strangling the girl, and he didn't want to let go. And the mom of the woman, the mom of the girl that was selling, got scared because she was trying to let go of his hand, and it wasn't. So she got scared for her daughter, and started shouting, "Tip, tip, tip, tip!" And before he knew it boys came and they started beating my brother without even asking if he was a thief or not. You know how you get out TV legos on your head. You know how dangerous that can be. And they started beating him like they started beating him, right? And they had held him and everything. And they're about to do what they normally do when they shout TV legos. But luckily for him, okay my mom my mom has a church. One of our church members was just passing luckily for him and the woman looked at her who did he beat like this why are they beating like this and she looked and he saw and she started shouting oh no that you know uh, with fear and exclamation like no no it's not a tifo she knows the mom of this boy this is not a tifo blah 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 and in that little space in that little space of trying to um interfere and trying to get people to listen to her my brother saw saw like a small opportunity for him to escape because those guys were not even trying to listen to her do you get it they're trying to shush her up but in that little space that he saw right he used he he, he used the opportunity to run and he's and he ran home and those guys were literally seen him and they chased him to our house it was even at our house that they sorted everything out like in retrospect just thinking of it if that woman hadn't come if she hadn't said anything if she hadn't tried to identify and say, oh i know this person it would have been like a, a sorry case because he wouldn't be alive today right he he would have been dead would have been and gone but god god in his infinite mercy knowing that that boy is a destiny child decided to decide to keep him and not allow the will of the enemy to come through because till today till today he doesn't even know what triggered him to even do what he did till today he he didn't he, he couldn't even imagine that he was trying to kill somebody it was as if a spirit just possessed him, right? But in God's infinite mercy, sometimes I ask myself, why, why is it that God loves my family so much or loves me so much? And the truth is, there is no answer, right? There is no answer. God chooses who he, who, who he wants to favor and God blesses 
who he wants to bless. And on that note, um, this is where I'll be wrapping up my testimony for today. Oh, thank you so much, Mr. That was that was a very, very, very deep one. But that's that's a perfect example of perfect help came at the exact time it was needed. Exactly. Um, uh, yeah, I'd like to share a little testimony before we wrap up. Uh, for me, you know, in the early um, months of the year, I, I went through a very, very rough phase. And um, I was asking myself that uh, this is very bad. This is very bad. Uh, how, how would I escape this this particular phase? How, how do I do? And, you know, I started reading the Bible. I started reading some stuff. And, you know, now I can confidently say that that was just God helping me. You know, I remember I lost something actually. And I remember, and I remember at some point later in the year that last year, December, I was praying some very heavy prayers. You know, sometimes I will pray, we don't even understand the magnitude of the prayers we are praying. I was praying that whatever it is that is in my life, it's not going to be good for me in the long run. God should please remove it. And then I remember that, wow. Because later, and I found out that what I was holding on to so bad, if I had not let go, if that thing didn't go, I would probably regret it for the rest of my life. And somehow, God removed it. At the point, I was feeling bad that, oh, I lost this thing. But now, I realized that I, I, I didn't lose this. God took it off, which is a blessing. Sometimes we don't even, and, and there's a popular saying, I'm sure you've heard it, that every disappointment in life is a serious blessing. So God, 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 God works in mysterious ways. I've always used that word because sometimes we cannot even comprehend, it's beyond human comprehension. So I think that as human beings, we need to understand the fact that you're not getting that help now, or you're not getting what you're praying for. That doesn't necessarily mean that you don't deserve it. It probably means that it's it's not the right time for you to get it, and because there is nothing more than a perfect help. You know, if you get the help when you don't need it, you may not really appreciate it so well. But you know, it, there's nothing more fantastic than you wanting to eat a particular meal and you can afford it. You know, as simple as that sounds. You know, you feel like eating fries and chicken, and all you get is curry. I'm sure you will not appreciate that as much. But then you want to eat fries and chicken, and then it's just somebody just called you and say, "Oh, I'm going to drop this." It feels like everyone on earth. So, you know, we need to understand the fact that God prepares his own things in his ways. And believe me, he does it at the perfect time. And he will wait for the right time that, you know, that exact time that you need it. And then he puts it right there on the table. So as, as believers, we need to understand the need to wait and have faith in the Lord. And believe me, testimony comes in various, in various phases. You know, the fact that you're not getting yours now doesn't mean that you won't get it. And the funnest part is, little things in your life that you don't think is worth testifying for, how worth testifying for? Because other people are praying. To, and like I, I've always said, I work in a space and a particular environment where I see things happen to human beings. You know, and I can tell you for a fact that we don't even appreciate this life enough. Your life, you're waking up, you're standing up, you're doing things, you're eating at the right time, you're going back in having your bath and this stuff. I know somebody who cannot have, who cannot bathe with hot water or warm water for the rest of his life. I know someone like that. I know people who cannot pee by themselves the rest of their life. There are people who can't see, who can't walk, who can't talk, who can't see. 
and you are there, you have all these things, and you don't think you're supposed to despise God. You appreciate all these things that comes without even even praying for them. So uh for me on the final note, I think we need to understand that life in itself is a blessing. When you're alive, there is so much that can still happen. I need to understand that every disappointment in life is a blessing in disguise. As a believer, you need to understand that sometimes you don't have to go crossroads, you don't have to do a stream and do other things. God listens, God understands your prayers, and God will only give you your help at the perfect time. Emmy, I don't know if you have anything complicated to say. Well, I just want to say that, um, just like I've said before, God delivers. It doesn't mean that it. Two things, though. When God delays, it can, it can mean that, um, it might mean rather that it. Okay, but of course. If he doesn't want to do it, he definitely has a better plan for you. The best thing to do is trust and keep on praying. Don't despair. Yeah, you know when 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 things delay, but just keep going, just keep going because you believe that you have God that, that can never fail. That's it. Yeah. Thank you so much, Amy. Uh, on a final note for you, Mister V. Hold on to God regardless of the situation. He's he's God and he never fails. Thank my you so much. Idea. Thank you so much, Victor. So on this note, we'll be um, wrapping it up now. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for your time. Thank you for paying attention to everything we've been saying. I we all need you to understand the fact that look, God is a marvelous God. He's a perfect God. So you understand the perfect timing for your life and he knows when exactly the miracle is needed and the thing is god will always do things to show himself that is god over your life and your activity so you cannot you cannot exactly predict when the blessings will come but then if it comes believe me it is coming at the right time so thank you all for your time tonight and in this note we'll be saying a very good night to you all thank you and yes good night everybody yeah bye bye Say it.
know who I am. And so because of that, I don't have to walk in fear. I walk in faith. If you're walking in faith, shout hallelujah to Jesus.